Welcome, everyone, back to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And today we are on a little bit of a uh, reunion tour here. Uh, it's, it's been quite a while. We have not recorded since, I think, April of 2021. So, uh, with that being said, we <laughs> are a little bit overdue here for an episode, I would say. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, right? Everybody's a year older. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know about a year wiser, but definitely <laughs> a year older. Oh, man. I know. But... Yeah, how have you guys been holding up the past year? I guess we should uh, let our audience know <laughs> what we've been up to here. Yeah. Hey, you want to go first, Jason? Uh, no, you go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Well, most people that actually listen to my other podcasts to know that's what I've been up to is basically just working, trying to find time to watch my favorite stuff, and trying to get my computer still to work. So that's basically what I've been up to. So I won't have to record on my phone anymore because I hate editing on my phone. The screen's too small and it's just a bunch of really like pinching and zooming in to try to edit stuff. So hopefully I'll be getting my computer up and running soon and I can get back to recording more regularly my episodes and stuff. And hopefully, you know, Tristan, when he finds time, we'll be getting, you know, episodes of the Canto cast back out on a sort of regular kind of basis. So, yeah, that's basically all I've been really up to. Nice. Nice, nice. I, I basically kind of sort of the same thing. I mean, it just pretty much work, work, sleep, home, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, uh, like, Tristan and I were talking before, you know, I've just been watching a bunch of things on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I I kind of, like, discovered YouTube. I, I, I've always watched bits and things here, but I've I really started watching probably within the last year stuff on YouTube. Like I said, like, I was talk, we were talking, I watched this thing, um, Food Wars. I watched that. They compare stuff between the U.S. and U.K. And I started watching, I don't know if you guys have ever watched um, uh, Good Mythical Morning. I don't know if you guys have ever recorded Oh, my that. gosh. Yes. Yeah, I, I discovered <laughs> them. I, I discovered them like right when the pandemic started, and I've been hooked ever since. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to say for it's me, whenever I discovered Good Mythical Morning, I would think I was in. Uh, I want to say seventh grade. So oh my god. <laughs> I, I've I've been watching them for a very long time. I haven't watched the more recent stuff just because I've been watching other things. Uh, I, it's not because yeah, they, any reason in particular. I think I just started started watching other stuff. But yeah, no, I'm a huge fan, and I've been I've been relatively tuned in for uh, a long time. I used to watch them every day back in like middle school. But yeah, yeah, I think they even used to release an audio version only podcast too. But I don't know if they do that anymore. Mm. They I think do, they're just like, on YouTube. They, they, now. they do do ear biscuits. Right? They do that still. Oh, they still do ear biscuits. Yeah, they still do it. Huh. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Just working and um, like during the week, you know, weekdays, like on my lunch and stuff, I'll just watch, you know, whenever Good Mythical Morning would drop, I'll watch that on lunch. And that's pretty much it. You know, gaming, YouTube, pretty much it. <laughs> played any uh, good games recently? Um, <clears throat> Let's see. I, I played the Guardians of the Galaxy game. 
Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, and basically, and then I just bought, uh, before I went on vacation a couple weeks ago, I bought on the Switch, um, like a big collection of Star Wars games. It had, like, it had Nice Old, oh, no, it had, um, Force Unleashed, Republic Commando, um, Jedi Out, Jedi Outcast, I think it was, or Jedi Academy, one of the two, um, Episode One Racer, and then I got the two Knights of Old Republic games. So I've kind of just been playing those. Oh wow, those are some classics. Yeah, yeah it's nice being able to play them, kind of on the go without playing on my phone. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's <clears throat> one thing that I love about my Switch is that I can just bring it anywhere and just have games just ready to play, no matter where I'm at. It's fantastic. Yeah. But... So what about you, Tristan? What have you been up to? Not much on my end. Um, I was actually this summer supposed to go to Tokyo for the summer um, through the university. But um, I want to say as soon as the fall semester ended last year, back in 2021, so like December of 2021, um, they sent out an email saying that they were canceling the trip due to COVID uh, worries Uh. because Japan has had a very yeah, very kinda, strict yeah very very yeah. and they've only recently like within the past few months i was just gonna say i think they they've started to ease up a little bit but probably right. too late for your trip yeah it was it, it was too little too late sadly but yeah. um with that being said though i, I kind of I, I did make the decision to push back my graduation uh, i was originally supposed to graduate spring of 23 but now i'm gonna my plan is to graduate fall of 23 and then take that summer to go on the Tokyo trip then. So oh, we're going nice. to try we're going to try there one more go. time here before uh you know I I would just at that point just have to give yeah. up and graduate but <laughs> well, knock yeah, on wood before you have to become an adult. Yeah, basically, basically. So um so it's it's just been uh taking college classes, working part-time, hanging out with friends. Um I went up to Fort Worth for a weekend last week to hang out with a buddy and check out i guess that city and it was a lot of fun a lot of fun stuff to do there went to an improv show checked out some museums went to a concert so that was a lot of fun um nice so yeah i've just kind of been doing a little bit of everything playing some games and watching shows of course as well and um one i guess what's that I was, on, I was just going to say, keep delaying that adulthood as long as you can. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. That I, sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but one thing I have actually have really enjoyed about 2022 so far, one of my favorite, I don't know if you want to call it, if, if you want to call this the post-COVID era, I don't know what to call it, the post-lockdown era maybe, because COVID is still a thing we all live with, of course. Yeah. But yeah, post-lockdown era. Um, is movie theaters being back open. I've really enjoyed oh, yeah. going to the theater again in 2022. That has been great. Absolutely. I still, yeah. still have not yet been back to a movie. Uh, yeah. Not yet. But, like, Top Gun Maverick? Like, that was a oh, lot of fun God. to see on the big screen. That was, that was great. Was it? Speaking about that one, I don't have to worry about... The, the main reason I haven't been back to theater yet is financial but don't have to worry about top gun because the old theater i work at downtown we are getting that next week oh nice so i can't even believe we're getting that kind of movie because we usually show the 
I don't want to say the artsy fartsy movies because I actually kind of like some of those that we get because they're they're the ones that are usually nominated for Oscars that no one sees or ever hears of. Right. So when the Oscars come around, I can go, oh yeah, I've seen that one and yeah, I kind of deserved it, you know. But right, those are the kind of movies we usually get. But yeah, the next couple of movies we're getting in are Maverick, Top Gun, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. So. We're getting some action moves that might actually bring us customers that we sorely need. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have to worry about, you know, spending money for that one. And neither does my friend because I don't think anyone I work with there listens to this. I'm 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 sneaking them in next weekend, so <laughs> and nice. we're gonna watch it together. So Nice. Yeah. And I, I don't think my manager would care anyway. She would probably to go, yeah, okay, bring him in. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah I, we, we were planning on seeing that ever since it was announced because we, back when we were in high school, we saw the first one together, and yeah, back in high school, we were both Tom Cruise fans, and we heard this was coming. Out. I'm like, oh, dude, you know, we have to see that one together. And he oh, was definitely. like, he goes, yeah, he goes, we need to. And we were trying to set up a time and place and everything kept going through. His, we were supposed to go the one weekend and he tested positive for COVID. And then his wife yeah. tested positive for COVID. So he couldn't go because he was exposed to her. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. I said, we just have to make this work. And then I found out we were getting it. And I texted him. I said, dude, I said, the theater I work at is getting Maverick. And I said, so I said, we, you don't have to worry about buying a ticket because I said, I'll just let you in. So it finally worked out. That's and nice. I just told him, I said, just make sure you test positive or test negative. Because <laughs> yeah. no, I said, I do not want to go through that again. I've had it twice. I said, I don't want it a third time. So yeah, so, yeah. My, my parents are just getting over it again. So. Mm. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I thankfully I've I've only gotten it once, and I think it was Omicron, which you know, with that being like one of the less oh. severe strains, I was also thankful for because yeah. I've heard that Omicron hasn't been as bad as the others. Um, right. But I did have a sore throat for a few days. That that was over uh, winter break. I think I got I got it in January 2022, from the bowling alley that I went to. I got it from bowling. <laughs> of course I did. Well, right. Yeah. I'm not. So. I, again, I'm knocking on wood over here. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't had it. Um. So I kind of yeah. been lucky. Yeah. And you would think that I would probably be one of the higher ones because I work in a grocery store. You know. Yeah. All the people come. Right. But, uh, yeah. Like I said, as far as I know, I didn't have it. I mean, it's possible I could have, but but yeah, I mean, like you know, to truly know, you got to get tested. So right, <clears throat> right. And I did, honestly, I didn't feel bad enough to get tested, and the home tests I took were negative. So yeah. So fortunately, like I said, I, I I feel fortunate that I, as far as I know, I haven't had it. So but, yeah, like, there's right. a guy I work, there's a kid I work with, he's had it three times. Uh, oh my god oh my gosh poor guy tell that dude to stay just stay home for for at least a year and a half dude don't go out (laughs) anymore no kidding Uh, 
Yeah. I, yeah, it's... I was just I mean, glad that, um, you know, whenever I got it, it, it was at least after, you know, I got vaccinated. So I, I just personally felt better. Like, okay, like, I, I think right. this is going to be a lot easier just because my body should have the antibodies. And, you know, I, I don't know. I think that yeah. little bit of confidence was a good, was a good little mental boost. So oh, I'm sure, you know, yeah. I mean, mentality is a lot of, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I had it, I didn't even know I had it because I, it was back, I guess, towards the beginning of the whole, the whole thing. And I just thought I had a regular, you know, flu. And I get my first back. Then it comes around, I get my first vaccination. And everyone was telling me, well, the first shot, you know, should be okay. You, you know, you don't, shouldn't feel any sickness or anything, blah, blah, blah. Second shot is when it hits you or something like that. No, the first shot put me down. I was sick after the first shot and then come to find out my wife's doctor told her that people that are getting sick on the first shot have had COVID before. Oh. And I looked at my wife and I was like, when did I have COVID? And she was like, well, she was like, oh my God, she goes back when it first started. Remember when you were sick? And I was like, yeah. She was like, that was probably it. I was like, well, that just felt like I was, and she was like, well, that had to be it. And I was like, damn, did not know. And yeah. then got my second shot and I was fine. Yeah. So, and then I think the second time I got COVID, it was from some, some guy at work at the office when we were told we still had the mandatory mask thing for when we got up out of our cubicles and walked around the office. Well, this one guy just did not want to do that, thought, you know, what the heck? I'm just going to walk around, do whatever I want. Come to find out he had COVID and he knew he had COVID. And apparently I got it and two other people in our office got it. So I was like, geez, thanks for that, buddy. Yeah. Doing us a real solid there. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I was out of work for, I think, a week. And then after I tested negative, I still had to stay home an extra two days after you test negative just to make, you know, then you test yourself again and make sure you're negative again before I can go back to work. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, it's a pain in the ass working for the state, I tell you. Yeah. Because they have such strict protocols. Yeah. Tell my wife said they apparently they weren't too strict because they didn't tell that one guy that while walking around giving it to everyone weren't mm. weren't on his ass for you know. Hmm. No kidding. Just put your mask on. You're gonna walk to the bathroom. Jesus. Yeah. It's not like we all love wearing them. That's true. You know, I, I didn't like it, but I did it because I didn't feel like. One, getting sick, and if I did have something, I didn't want to give it to someone else. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just the whole... I just hope, if there's any silver lining to like everything with the pandemic, is that just people are more aware about sanitation and hygiene and staying healthy. You know, like, yeah. if everyone now, you know, uses hand sanitizer more often or, you know, 
washes their hands an extra time a day or something like i think that's gonna at least be a nice silver lining you know just a more cleanly yeah. approach to it but you know we'll see yep but uh hopefully it'll be a thing of the past we'll be talking in a couple of years hopefully like this was something in the past and, oh yeah you know yeah in, uh, in more, I guess, in lighter news, uh, Kenobi, I guess, just recently finished here within the past, what was that, two weeks oh, ago? Is that when the finale? Yeah, about, yeah, that, about two weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. weeks oh, ago. Oh, that's great. There, there was a little show called Kenobi, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, sure was. There were a couple, yeah, there were a couple <laughs> shows in there that uh, started and finished it between the last episode and this one. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but Kenobi, what what were y'all's thoughts on it? Ooh. Oh man! Wow. For me, I, I like because, um, like I was watching it every week when it was coming out, and um, <clears throat> what because I watched it with my mom, um, but and we decided to the last episode when that dropped, we figured you know what, it's what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch it back from one through six and you know just as like one big movie and to me like i I, I know i know some people like uh, because i know a couple people i talked to at work that watched and stuff they felt like one or two episodes in there were filler episodes i personally didn't see it that way um i felt it was personally for me i felt was perfect perfectly satisfying from start to finish um, and I get more into it after you guys, you know, uh, yeah. give your thoughts on what you thought. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to, well, I, my wife and I didn't do the watching it as one big movie, but I, when you told me that before we recorded, I thought that was awesome. I'm like, that's what we should have done, but we were going to go back and actually do that. One of these weekends, just watch them all back to back to back. Cause like I don't think any episode was a filler episode. I mean, there was stuff in every episode that came back eventually. And I know some people had a problem with, um, um, they thought, as did I, when you hear Kenobi series, I'm like, okay, Tatooine, focus on 10-year-old Luke and what is going to he's going to get up to and what mischief's going to happen. But all of a sudden there's 10 year old Leia had no clue in the world that was going to happen. And I was just happy with what we got because man, it was like start to finish. Like Jason said, I was blown away with each episode. Um, hey, go ahead, Tristan, give your initial reactions before we like really get into stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say overall, I, I enjoyed the series. Uh, there was some really cool stuff in it, obviously, especially, you know, but I don't want to get too into it, but just, I like what they did with everything between Obi-Wan and Vader. I think that was all very well done. That was kind mm-hmm. of the highlight of the show for me, were all of their interactions. Um, there, there was some stuff that I didn't really care for. Episode four for me was a, a pretty weak episode, I would say. I, I just really was was not a huge fan of it, and um, yeah, some of the stuff I, I didn't really like at all, to be honest, but I, I think that the good 
outweighed the bad with the show. And like, in, in, for any Star Wars fan, you know, it, it's overall an enjoyable watch that I think, you know, you, there's a lot to get out of it. So mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it and uh, thought that, you know, I, six parts pretty much did the trick. Yeah, I don't think I necessarily would need to see any more. Like, I think that was just a good small run of it just because, I mean, there's only so much they can do, right, with an Obi-Wan out on, you know, Tatooine, just, right? Like, it's, it's kind of been a an unexplored storyline, I guess, for a reason, for the longest time. It's just because there's only so much you can do, right? Um, yeah. But Well, I, like, I didn't notice this until I saw it pointed out on Facebook, uh, like, because, you know, how you get the little things pop up on things you're interested in. And I saw from some Star Wars fan page or something, they posted about how the banner on Disney Plus didn't say series finale. It said season finale. Oh, and, yes. And it's they like... They changed said, that, actually. Oh, did they change it to series? It, it No, it was it was series oh, okay. at well, the see, beginning. But apparently they switched it. Well, it's like I said, oh. is... Um, I mean, is I would watch another season, um, but I don't think it needs another season. I think no. I think everybody is where they need to be going forward mm-hmm. with you know leading up to a new hope. But I mean, I, I just feel like with how it it seemed like it was like the perfect ending for everything. Like Obi Wan was where he was supposed to be. Luke and Leia were where they were supposed to be. Vader's where he's supposed to be. And I just feel like maybe if they try to stretch it into another season, that might ruin how perfect that ending was. And I don't right. like, like I said, I don't know. I it's like I said, I would watch it obviously, but I just yeah. feel maybe it would detract from how great this ending was. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree with you, one hundred percent. But. If they did a second season, I would like subtitle it and not necessarily focus on Kenobi. I mean, he he could pop up here and there in an episode, but maybe like something with Reva or Reva, however you pronounce her name, because I know a lot of people are disappointed with where they let her story. Well, but I, even they, her story. He, that's the thing is they left her her story open that way because she's going to pop up again. Right. Uh, I mean, and it's that, that's maybe, simple as that. Yeah. Maybe focus on her. And then, you know, I heard another podcast say, you know, and she could, she goes to Tatooine to get it advice from Kenobi or this or that. But if they want to do that, fine. But as far as Kenobi's story, he's pretty much done because he's, he's off to go training with Qui-Gon. And we we know where that goes. So he he learns how to, you know, do the force ghost thing and stuff like that. And I don't honestly, I don't think that would be entertaining television. And just sitting there in the classroom, learning from his old master. I mean, I do we need that? I don't think so. Maybe put it in a comic if someone wants that story. You know. Yeah. But, Um, I, I was going to say too, um, just in terms of like how characters are kind of left open and stuff is that like, um, 
I personally, you know, would almost just, I, I wouldn't say like dare Lucasfilm or Disney, but I, I would really appreciate to see kind of a step away from trying to tell all these stories that are like woven into either the original trilogy or the sequel trilogy or the prequels. Like, I really want to see them. And this is why I was so excited for stuff like the High Republic is I just I want to see them really expand the universe. Like it'd be cool to see some pretty different time periods, some different places. Oh, you know, I, I still really wish we would get some old Republic stuff or maybe some like far future stuff as well. Like well, 200 years that... post episode nine or something. I know that they said that one of the I think animated series is there is going to be some old Republic stuff in there. Because there's a rumor yeah. that Revan and Malik are going to show up in there, which uh, kind of excites me a little bit. Right. Um, and I also know that, uh, what's his name, Taika Waititi's movie. Yeah, that that's it, what I was going to say. They said it's not going to have anything to do with the Skywalkers, which you know I, I, I'm okay with because, like, again, I, I don't want to get into this whole thing again. But right. Like, the rise of Skywalker, I mean, it, it, you know, like please yeah. let's just leave the skywalker right dead it's time to move on the lightsabers yeah. you know yeah exactly but... exactly like that that story has been told that story has been argued <laughs> you know like like everything has been extracted yeah. from that that honestly should be like it, it's time to find a, right. a a new thing for star wars you know outside of the skywalkers yeah. for sure yeah, i was gonna bring up the taika watiti thing because when you were saying that, I was like, yeah, he came out and said, you're not going to know any of the characters in my in my story. We're going to be introduced to these characters. It's going to be a different part of the galaxy, but it's going to still be Star Wars. And that, that got me excited because I'm like, finally, someone's, you know, has the balls to step away from all that. Right. And I know it irritated some fans. They thought his statements were like, well, oh, he's disrespecting everything. No, he's not. He's just telling you what his story is going to be. Well, it's his story is going to, you know, be something else that we can branch off from. You know, because there has like, to come a, there has to come a point where we do have to move on from those legacy characters. Yeah. There just has to come a point. Exactly. We we had nine movies, and we have these TV shows that are still in the same time frame of these, you know, our legacy characters. Yeah, it's time that Taika, you know, he's going to be the one to step aside and give us new stories that we can start growing this new tree and start branching out from these, you know, and go to other places because I think it's going to be exciting. I really do. I I'm ready to meet some new characters. I was excited for Reva because she was a character that we haven't met before i like meeting the new characters and i can't wait to meet the new characters that aren't associated with the legacy characters so yeah oh, i for can't sure. wait to see what he, he does um so i i love everything he did in the marvel universe so can't wait to see what he does and you know for us in star wars yeah yeah i very much am looking forward to that as well um that's gonna be a a cool thing to see and hopefully Especially if it does well, maybe that would encourage other, you know, creatives to also kind of follow suit, you know, and not be afraid to explore something or to go crazy with it, you know? Like, it'd be cool to see right. 
just a completely detached story just that's just happening in the star wars universe uh just going on and just see a the cool sci-fi you know things tried and explored and you i mean there's just so much yeah. you can do like like what if we've well, got like something you know like just w- we went to a planet like um corelia you know like 200 years before episode one and like there's just a really cool you know story going on there right like there's just there's so many opportunities in this universe that's been created you know it's just a shame that no one's taking advantage of that the man with the with the mandalorian is that was a character that originally had no association with any star wars character it was its own thing you know yes he started to weave things in which you know kind of worked but i mean he was still the main focus you know what i mean right right like so much so that like the only reason because i like with the book book above effect is like i watched the first couple episodes of that i was so uninterested in it i stopped watching it but then when i heard that the mandalorian was in the last three episodes i was like well i have to go back and watch this now so like a character that had no association with anything from the original trilogy or the prequels or the sequels got me to watch a show about a character that was within that that time frame right. yeah because i was exactly. more invested in his story than boba fett's oh yeah, yeah. for sure so yeah. i mean like we're willing to accept new characters it's just they have to be like that thing is they have to be written interesting yes and yes. they you can't like you know what uh what what do we need here um well let's have him interact with yoda it's like no we don't need that you know let's have them sink or swim on their own right exactly right Right. i mean mandalorian was great you also have to make me yeah you have to make me care about it works if it doesn't it doesn't Mm -hmm. and you know a great thing about you know season one of the mandalorian especially is that i feel like it was a perfect blend of the familiar with the unfamiliar because there was a lot Absolutely. of stuff that was new like the mandalorian himself you know the worlds he was on the stuff he was doing was stuff we hadn't seen before right. but there was a smidge of stuff like you know the imperial you know remains in the outer rim so you would still see a stormtrooper which would probably help associate right. with star wars and especially with baby yoda grogu you know which we didn't know his name at the time like, like, mm. oh, we know that species because that's Yoda's species, but this is something completely different. Yeah. And it was just that perfect blend oh. of, yeah, what we did know and what we didn't know. And, yeah, that was a lot yeah. of fun. And you bringing up Baby Yoda just reminds me of when The Mandalorian first came out and I was tweeting about it like crap. Yeah, yeah, Baby Yoda, like, took over the internet. <laughs> I just see some of the people that came at me for saying, for saying, baby Yoda. Well, he he's not a Yoda. That's not the species. I'm like, well, you tell me the name of Yoda's species, and I'll call him baby whatever. But right. until we know Yoda's species, he's gonna be baby Yoda. But of course, when you know we got his name, I started referring to him as Grogu. So yeah, but yeah, I'm like. Baby Yoda, what do you want me to call him? We don't know what the name of his species is. You know? He right. looks like a Yoda. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't think that uh, Baby Yaddle is going to catch on with, you know, the mainstream. No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so. But, 
Yoda's the, the, the main dude in that species because he was the first one we met. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just find it funny that the internet always makes me laugh. So. Yeah, the internet is an interesting place. <laughs> and it continues to yep. evolve or devolve, however you want to look at it. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both exactly. as uh, time goes on. Um, but I I just learned to, yeah I, I don't even interact with people like that anymore. So yeah, I just I just make my opinions and then if they if they disagree with them and they wouldn't let me know, that's fine. I just don't respond back to them anymore. So it it has it has proven be much healthier for me oh yeah much less uh stress in my life yeah i just like read it laugh yeah. about it and just move on because that's oh, yeah. all you should do yeah i was gonna say too like within the past year or so i don't know how it's been for you jason um i have not drastically but significantly decreased and changed like my social media usage and like what i do on social media like what i look at and everything and I just noticed it made a huge difference. Like like now oh, I don't even I... I don't even look at Star Wars Twitter. I don't do anything with Star Wars Twitter or just anything like Star Wars related and I've been 100% better off because of it. <laughs> like well, I I, yeah. I got rid of I got rid of my Twitter. I it's gone. I'm like I'm I committed t- uh, Twitter suicide like a year ago. I'm like bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like I would talk to yes. Or about Star Wars with my friends, and like that's it. Like that's all I need to talk, you know, to them about. Or that's all I need for any Star Wars discussion because, I mean, yeah. just the, it, ah, the Star Wars fandom is, yeah, it's far from ideal. Yeah. <laughs> if if I didn't have a podcast, I probably would have committed Twitter suicide, but I. I have both the accounts because of my podcast. So I got my personal one. I got my podcast one. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I could commit Twitter suicide with my personal one, but I mean, if I I find it pointless because if I'm still going to have my podcast account, I'm still going to be on Twitter. So why why get rid of my personal one if I'm still going to be on that platform? in one form or another so right eh, it's still there but like you said tristan i i choose what i interact with on there now it's it's a lot less i think i i try to keep most of my star wars stuff on my podcast account because that's what it should be for yeah and my personal one i just decide what i who i want to interact with and stuff there yeah. are a couple of people that I do talk, you know, Star Wars with on my personal account that I've been talking Star Wars with since day one when I've been on there, and they're decent people. But, like, the other ones, I just, like I said, totally ignore. And there is a thing on there on Twitter now you could actually uh, decide who can respond to your tweets. If I Sometimes I just put down people that I that follow me can only or people that I follow could only respond to this tweet or something like that. I forget what it, what it is, but and that cuts that back on stuff too. So 
Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, at this point, I think the main things I use Twitter for is keeping up with, um, like like people like creative personalities that I'm interested in, um, and not like actual like political news or anything, but just like I use it to keep up with news about games you know shows you know etc just 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 so i like i'm I'm in the loop and i know like if something got announced or something's coming out or you know whatever i follow like youtubers and and stuff so for me it's just purely a way to stay informed about like things that i you know follow or am a fan of it's not even like a an interactive thing per se it's just like oh i can scroll the timeline and get some info about what's kind of going on and then i'm you know just go on about my business after that so I found that to be just right. almost use it as a tool rather than just watching a bunch of people argue <laughs> all the time on exactly. On so, yeah. But yeah. Um, man. When, by the way, when does Cassian come out? I completely forgot. August thirty first. August thirty first. Or I Andor. Believe. It's called Andor, right? Yeah, Andor. Andor. Yeah. yeah. Andor well, comes out end of he, August. Same person. Yeah, it is. Same it person, is. Cassian. And or whatever you want to call it. I yeah. just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, I just hope it's as good as Obi Wan. Um, like some, some things make me a little iffy on it. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, right. Yeah. Like it does seem like it's going to be more of a like a spy kind of thriller kind of thing. Right. Yeah. The- uh, the trailer actually intrigued me a lot. I didn't think, you know, I mean, I saw the trailer when it dropped and I was like, oh, wow, that seems like it's kind of going to be kind of cool. And from what people are also talking about, the first, I think they said half of the season is going to be Cassian on his own and how he gets involved with the resistance slash, you know, rebels. And then the second half is him being a spy. So I'm like, I'm, I mean, I like James Bond, so I'm all for spy stuff. I just hope they do it, like you said, Jason, as well as Kenobi. So... That's all I could ask well, here's for. The thing, that, like, the, like, I could already say that the thing that they don't have going for him that everyone did is is little little Leia. Like, yeah, you know, because she just, that little girl just oh. stole Kenobi for me. That, like, that, I, I saw a lot, I was like, oh my God. I was like, Carrie Fisher would have loved this little girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had, he, he, Carrie Fisher would have been her number attitude. one fan, for sure. Yeah, had her attitude down had her mannerisms and looks down. I mean, the one look she gave Obi-Wan, I mean, my one half of my brain is that well, little actress doing it. My other half is that, like, I can see Carrie Fisher doing that. Just that line so. when, when he's like, if anybody asks, uh, you know, yes. your father, and she says, grandfather, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe <laughs> grandfather. Under her breath, he was like, what was that? Nothing. Like, like, to me, she stole the show. Like, yeah. I, I I was like, oh my god, she is amazing. I love this little girl. She's just, I, yeah. And what's even greater is I saw because again I was scrolling through my Facebook and like I guess something on it was her personal Facebook page and it it was one of those how it started and how it's going, 
And it was a bunch of pictures of her when she was little in all these Star Wars costumes and stuff. And then, like, uh-huh. I said, littler. And now, you know, like, on the premiere with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor and stuff. And I was like, could you imagine being this little girl growing up a Star Wars fan and now you're Princess freaking Leia? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like awesome. you would never in a million years think that. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and I know it's it's cheesy because I know someone said made, made some kind of snarky comment on my one post when I said after the finale of Kenobi, I said I went, I said something like, "I got my hello there, my life is complete," or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, you know that was just thrown there for fan service." I'm like, exactly. That's why I said it. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but um, last time I checked, the whole series was fan service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, but yeah, I was just, I kind of like actually. I think I got to ask my wife what I did, but I think I actually did a fist pump when he looked at Luke, and I even sort of started saying it before he he did. I went, like it. In those, in those last, in that last episode, there were two things that my mom, my brother, and I we audibly had a reaction to. It was when he went, went in the final fight with him and Vader when he did the the stance with the two fingers pointing. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh. then the hello there. I was like, that was. And yep. actually, I, I take that back. There were three things because when he was fighting Vader, I'm like. Break the helmet! Break the helmet! Break the helmet! When yes, he comes flying yes. out, and he's, I was like, "Yes!" Because I was like, I wanted him to see Anakin's face one last time, you know? Right. Yep. Just uh, and during that fight too, because I think way back when we first started podcasting, I think I may have said something, and I'm pretty sure I first said on the Canto cast. We're, I think we had an episode of all about Kenobi, and I had said, I truly don't believe everyone gives Kenobi crap about lying to Luke. And I'm like, it is. He, Anakin was basically dead. He's gone. All that remains is Vader. So Vader did kill Anakin Skywalker, and I was proven right in my opinion, because Vader said it himself. He said, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. And I'm like, all Obi-Wan was doing was repeating to Luke what he was told. That's all he did. So, did he lie? Certain point of view? Sure, he did. But he was just repeating what Vader told him. So, when that happened, I was like, I'm like the Leonardo DiCaprio gift of pointing at the screen to my wife. I'm like, right there. Because I think I had a mouthful of food or something. I was like trying to get her attention. <laughs> and after that, she paused it, I think, and she goes, what are you trying to tell me? I'm like, right there. I'm like, only one never lied to Luke. Vader just said in himself, he killed Anakin. And she was like, so? And I'm like, he was just repeating what he was told. So yeah. I just felt a little vindication. Yeah, I mean, I like, it, it, it oh, came full I'm circle. I threw that in there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it it strengthens it strengthens the line. It, the thing that not only like that I appreciate about Kenobi, but things like Rogue One as well, and Solo for that matter, is that they all yeah. strengthen like the respect of like original source material. So of course, you yeah, know, Rogue One makes A New Hope really strong. This adds more right. weight to everything in the Kenobi timeline. You know, and, and then yeah. of and course Solo's background was great too. Well, it also um, it makes that line in Return of the Jedi too when um, Vader, when Luke says, you know, it's when he says, I, I accept the fact that my father's Anakin Skywalker. He's like, they no truly dead. has any meat, no longer has any meat to me. And he's like, it's your name, right. your true self, you've just forgotten. And then when Vader says, Obi Wan once thought as you did, and now we see he where he tried to one last time pull him back. Right. And, like, it's, yep. like, so heart-wrenching when he finally accepts it and, like, he, for the first time, says goodbye, Darth. Like, he doesn't, like, because he yep. refused to call him Darth, like, Darth Vader, Darth anything. It was Anakin, Anakin, Anakin. And then that moment was, like, my friend's dead. Goodbye, Darth. And he just walks away. It's, like, ah. Yep. Heart, yeah. Heartbreaking. And, yeah. And so then... Going back to what you said, Tristan, about, you know, Solo and Rogue one making everything stronger it just reminds me of i oh my god i think it was like a year and a half ago or so my all of a sudden i get a text from my brother i'm sitting here on a saturday morning and i get a text from my brother and i hardly ever get texts from him and when i saw what the text was about i'm like that's why he's texting me because he has a star wars question he took a picture of his tv and it was the beginning of rogue one I think the picture of a uh, Krennic on the the farm there at the beginning, and he asked me. He sent me a picture of that, and he goes, "What is?" He goes, "What is this one? Where does it take place in the timeline? And should I watch it?" Because I guess he was flipped around his streaming services, and I texted him back and I said, "It's called Rogue One. It happens right before New Hope. Yes, you should watch it." FYI, you're going to want to watch A New Hope right after it. And then I just sent him the text, and he was like, okay, thanks. Two and a half hours later, he sent me another text. And it was a picture of the opening of A New Hope. And he goes, <laughs> watching A New Hope right now. Yeah. And I'm like, told you. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, the... Um, I'm like, see? It, it, yeah, it's great. I mean, with the, with these really strong connecting pieces we've gotten from Disney, yeah, I, I would say that it's honestly, I don't know. I mean, D- Disney, um, they they've been really strong in a lot of areas for Star Wars. I I really do think that. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, uh, probably the, the standalone movies or the the television series for me, I think, have been kind of the highlight of their. Um you know, yeah. uh, of their works just because like stuff like the Mandalorian and Clone Wars season seven, like that's all really good television. Very oh, good. Yeah, television. I, mean, I think I said it yeah. on here a long time ago that, that the, I truly believe that the future of star Wars is like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Television series yes, or, exactly. or short form series and stuff. And I also agree mm-hmm. with something I did read. They said, you know, Yes, Disney has had some screw-ups with Star Wars, 
Like, but there's one thing you can't de- cannot deny. Anytime they have used Darth Vader, it has been perfect. Oh yeah, they have done a very sure. good job with Darth. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking about Darth, going back to that fight when he sliced the helmet, the way they blended and mixed Hayden's voice and James Earl Jones's voice was perfect. I just love that. And when you hear Anakin, he was talking to Obi-Wan, and then right before he said his name, right before he said Obi-Wan, he said Obi-Wan in James Earl Jones's voice. It was... I don't know, it just made that scene more impactful and more intense because I you could almost like hear the pain in his voice in Vader's voice when he's talking to Obi Wan. And I'm just like, holy crap, this is and I know people like to compare or they were saying, Well, they just ripped off Ahsoka and Vader's fight from Rebels. Not really. Yes, they, they both they, they both had the helmet slice, but if I, in Rebels, wasn't it just like his cheekbone and eye that was cut open? It really wasn't so. half of his helmet, and it was also if you it wasn't remember half of his helmet. In Rebels, it was the right half of his helmet, and in the show, it was the left half as well. Yeah, I mean, so they had so, different sides also but, but of, their so, helmet, of his helmet. But all that tells me is Vader needs to learn how to protect his head more when he's in a lightsaber battle. That's all. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so, so what? And, but the live action version, and like I said, with the voice modulation and all that. That was just perfection, and hearing the and and the pain in Obi Wan's voice and Vader's voice just made it perfect. And like Jason said earlier, when he called him, when he accepted it and called him Darth as he was walking away, I'm like, that brings it full circle too, back to a new hope. When people were like, why does Obi Wan just call him Darth and not Darth Vader? It's because that's what he started calling him when he first started calling him that. When he turned around and said, bye, Darth. I'm just glad they just had that in there, too, to tie it in with a new hope. So uh, it's just the little things like that that some people don't notice. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I don't know, you know, what what's really if they're going to do anything more with darth which if they don't that was a great note to end it off on because obviously very yeah. strong conclusion um and yeah i was just gonna say it shows how much people were saying in a new hope was like you know well yeah he seemed like he was the big bad in a new hope but when uh, Empire came out, and we turned the Jedi came out. People were like, "Well, he's just a lapdog for the Emperor." And in the last episode of Kenobi, just shows you how much of a lapdog he was. Yeah, he was hell bent on going back out after Kenobi, saying, "I will find him. I will track him down." And the whole time, you know, Palpatine's just sitting there listening to him, and he's like, "You sound agitated." And then he was like, I 
should you be focused on your past? And blah, blah, blah. And right when he said that, Vader turned on a dime and went, you know, oh, he is, you know, history or something like that, blah, blah, blah. Right. And just like the semester. And I was like, that's why he never went out looking for him against because Palpatine put him in the, back in his place. Yeah. That you don't have to worry about him. He's your past. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Palpatine obviously did, made the incorrect judgment call of not worrying about Kenobi. Because <laughs> yeah. Kenobi, of course, ends up just leading, you know, the the next generation of people that took down the Empire. But yeah. And, yeah. and if it wasn't important for the you know, the Emperor, then it wasn't important for Darth Vader, you know, sort of thing, I guess. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah that... One other thing that this show showed us, too, that um, Owen and Beru can be badasses. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, they defended their oh home against the Inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, and, and the slap from Beru... I was like, oh my God. I, I actually, I got to ask my wife again to confirm, but I actually did think I said out loud, no, she didn't. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. Just like jumped down, slapped her. And yeah, they, they were protecting Luke. And when Owen had that line, she goes, oh my God, you really care for the boy. You're protecting, you, protecting him like he's your own. And Owen said, he is my own. I will say, Luke is a son to them. Even though he did call him aunt and uncle, to them, he was their son. So it just showed how much they actually did love him. And I'm, I'm glad all that was in there too. So, and, and I think somebody else brought this up in a different podcast. So I'm not going to take credit for this. Um, they said that also brings a whole new meaning to the state that we find them in, in a new hope when Luke comes back and finds their bodies like incinerated. They were like, you know, whoever that was, that's what they had to do to those two to kill them. Cause they probably fought tooth and nail for that farm when they showed up. And, they were fighting so hard that they had to burn them beyond recognition to kill them. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, never thought of that. Yeah. You know, yeah, they probably did put up a fight. Oh yeah. So. Don't, uh, don't mess with farmers. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, 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 they <laughs> yes, no. don't mess with farmers. That's the lesson right there. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, yeah, Ken Kenobi. Yeah, overall, it was good. Great, great series. Yeah, and and yeah. I do hope that they uh, that they keep up that momentum with Andor. It would be great if Andor was also a yeah. a solid entry and you know could further strengthen you know the TV shows for Star Wars. And yeah, let's hope that if that. they let's hope that they do do a book of Boba Fett season two that it. That it's because uh, like I, I didn't enjoy the first season of it or the you know what whatever season series right, whatever right um, I just hope that it is better than the first season because like I mean even Tamora Morrison said it he's like that's not who Boba Fett is Boba Fett's not supposed to be the talkative um, like reasonable guy he's supposed to be like the stoic 
yes man you know he's like right. he's not a leader he's a follower you know he's always been that and he's it and i remember he like i was reading something he said that he went to because favreau was off doing something like probably something marvel or something and he went to the writers and said could we cut like this whole page of dialogue because boba fett wouldn't talk this much and i guess they called favreau and he overrode him so it's like let's hope that if they do that he has more of a say so in how the character goes because he seems to understand it a little bit more than maybe Favreau does, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if season two comes out. You know how they write that. Um, I I think I ended up dropping Boba Fett about halfway through just because I had a lot going on and I was kind of in the same boat. I wasn't really enjoying it a whole lot. I, I was enjoying the um, Tuscan Raider parts a lot i think that was like really the only thing that was really keeping me hooked like it was cool to see some like lore about the tuscan raiders that that was great i enjoyed that see what i would have liked to seen is the flat with the flashbacks i would have liked to have seen more like you know why couldn't we have daniel logan in the show and have more younger boba fett stuff you know what i mean like that's true what happened to him after the last time we saw him in clone wars and when we saw him again you know what right I mean? it's like yeah like you know i don't okay yeah he escaped starlight pit okay whatever you know it's right. like everybody knew he escaped but it's like give us that that little time period you know right have yeah. have maybe another cad bane altercation somewhere in there like like um Stretch like make that rivalry between those two mean something more than it, oh yeah you know just the few interactions they had in the Clone Wars and then in the Book Above Fett yeah because like I said I I didn't have really any interest in it like I got bored with it like probably about three episodes in and then when I heard because it was a long season it was like ten episodes I think it was and then when I heard that the last three was mainly Mandalorian and Grogu. I was like, well, this is basically the beginning of Mandalorian season three. So I got to watch these, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it would have been really cool if maybe they had changed the time period from post return of the Jedi to maybe, uh, even like either during the OT or before the OT. And like, we see kind of this, young adult boba right like maybe he's like 18 19 20 years old and he's having to like make a name for himself and so we see him go on some you know maybe some really dangerous or exciting missions like show us how he became the legend yeah like how did he end up on you know darth vader's star destroyer excuse me star destroyer you know like taking direct orders from vader like obviously not just any bounty hunter gets to that point right like no. We're kind of led to believe in episode 5 that like these are some of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy because like Vader's personally hiring them to do something, right? Show so, us why show us why and how he became the best. Yeah. Basically. It, it would be um I think almost a, a more I don't know. I don't say thorough, but a, a, just a more interesting experience than dealing with like a fragmented you know, weak, broken crime syndicate on Tatooine that's, you mm-hmm. know, past its prime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like show us, like, the prime of Boba and maybe even just the, the prime of, you know, the Empire or whatever else, you know, you could throw in there to make it interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it, it, it's okay. I, 
I don't know if I would watch this in season two of Book of Boba Fett, but um, you know, if if the, if the demand is there for it, then I'm sure it will happen. So, I'm just getting ready, very slowly counting down the days till Mando season three. Moves on, and they take what, yeah, they they take what criticisms they were, and they work on that, and they make it a better show, and it ends up being one of the one of the better shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, that'd turn be great. Around. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that. There's not much. Oh, I don't know if you heard. Uh, I guess I guess both of you guys have played Jedi Fallen Order, right? Uh huh. Okay, so we yeah. all have. So Jedi Survivor, that game is uh, going to yeah. be coming out here. The of course, sequel. it's if I can get my hands on uh, a PS5 or a Series X. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that is let's, no easy task. What's Jedi Survivor? Oh, that's the, that's the sequel to Fallen Order. They're, they're not making it for the PS4? Yeah. I don't think so. Let me nah, I'm pretty sure it's next I, gen. I'm pretty sure it's next gen only. Uh, I wish I could find that article then that lied to me. I, 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 I mean, said I the developers wrong. are going to do it for both 4 and 5. Like I said, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they just, they're just they doing it for um, next gen only. But I, like I said, I could be wrong. So. Uh, yeah, well, I'm looking at an article. I guess I'll, if that does happen, uh, I guess I won't, won't be playing it at all. So, because I'm no more gaming systems for me. I can't afford them. I'm sticking with the four, and that's it. Well, I mean, it's not like you can get your hands on a five or a series. <laughs> or a series anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. I was very lucky. I was able to snag uh, when it first came out back in I guess was that 2020 when the consoles released. Yeah, uh, it will not be released on PS4 and Xbox One. Sorry, I just want I just wanted to confirm that. So. Yeah, no, but, I, um, yeah, I think it was twenty back in twenty twenty. They the new systems were released. Yeah, I, was I, able- I hate I hate when they do that. I really hate when they do that. That is ridiculous. Because PlayStation was going good because the PlayStation Two you could still play PlayStation One games. PlayStation Three you could still play PlayStation One and Two games. And then when they hit the four, nope, can't play any the three, two, or one games. I'm like, why? That is so stupid. But yeah, I it, just don't like the fact that they don't do that. Because it, I'm never going to get to play this game. Because I'm not going to go out and buy a special damn system for one game. Because I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer. I'm, I use my PS4 mainly for streaming my streaming services because we don't have cable anymore. And that's it. And I play Fallen Order from time to time because I must have played through Fallen Order like 20 times now. That's the only game I play. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to drop 500 bucks on the system just for one game. Oh, that's understandable. So, 100%. I, I am so disappointed because I was looking so forward to the sequel. But oh well. I mean, well, if you, you wanted to, you—I mean, you could always watch like a, either a playthrough or a streamer play it, if you just wanted to see like the story and how the game plays and everything. Um, because uh, no, because that'll make me want to play it even more. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But 
yeah it, it is too bad um but oh well. it, it's just it's unfortunate because things have been really wonky with the new generation of systems with um supply chain issues you know some developers have completely moved on from you know the previous gen some are still making game it's just it's kind of a scattered um thing right now and i, I think though this year they really have started moving on to you know this current quote-unquote gen only so right it, it's sad ps4 had a lot of really really good games That's... on it it was a good generation for sony it... That's that's sad because yeah, it's all about because we're talking about big corporations here. It's all about money for them, so they really don't care about the consumer. So it it's just sad. But that is oh true. Well. Yeah, and and that's why and, I have always been a huge supporter of indie games because it's usually very passionate yeah. people making games because that's actually right. you know what they're you know, that's what their passion, their hobby is. And, and they want to, you know, obviously do yeah. that and, and work in the industry because it's, you know, a lot of people's dreams. But, you know. Right. Unfortunately, with oh. with IPs like Star Wars, they're just way too big for Star Wars yep. to ever hand over to any indie developer. They would never take that risk, I don't right. think. Right. Oh. But. And... Yeah, my my group of friends too. They they're not they're like me. They're not big gamers, and if they were, they're not big gamers anymore. And I don't think I have any friends that have a PlayStation Five. My one friend that just moved back to the area, thank God, it is. Yeah, I think he said he's he stopped at uh, PlayStation Four. He said he goes, I'm not going. He goes, I'm not getting any more new ones. He was like, it's just getting ridiculous. So. But yeah, he stopped at PlayStation Four. So. Yeah, that's also one it's, of that's you know a lot of people would say PC gaming is superior because you don't have to buy a new console and you can just have all the games ever you know on your PC. See, that's see that's what I was thinking. I'm like, are they are they going to make this for PC? Oh yeah, oh they are. And oh they yeah, are. it'll be on PC. But see, I don't know if well my. PC's busted right now. I don't even know if it would be able to handle video games. I really don't. I think like the specs will probably be super high for that. So yeah, yeah, probably will be. I know. Yeah, like, so, uh, I'll probably have to buy a new PC to play it too. So yeah. Damn. Oh well, we'll we'll see where where things are at when it does drop. Yeah. So, Thankfully, and you know, because I my current graphics card is like two or three generations behind too, because uh, again, supply chain issues and just things being crazy expensive, right. especially now with inflation. It's like I think yep. everything except for my allery wage has gone up. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's yeah. how it is for everybody. Yep, yep. So with, with that being said, you know. With, with a lot less buying power, I have to be very selective. Everyone has to be very selective about, you know, anything leisure that they purchase or even hob anything that's outside of, you know, the necessities, the essentials, everything like, yep. yeah, you've, you know, it, it's a little bit more of a, 
you know, I guess slim pickings, which, hey, that's that's just how the economy is, right? You just got to deal with it. But yep. it's just harder for people to justify buying, you know, new computer parts, new console, new this or that whenever they have a lot <laughs> less buying power. Yep. It becomes a uh, lot more challenging. Just, just made me laugh. Yeah, it just made me laugh when you said that because my, my oldest nephew, um, I'm trying to think how old, he's in his late late 20s, I would say, I yeah. think. And he, he he's a, was a big gamer and still, I guess he still is. And he was, oh, just the other week, I think, my sister-in-law was telling me how he was, he was asking, he was, she goes, he was asking me, he goes, Mom, Mom, when are you going to get, when are we going to get a PlayStation 5? Mom, Mom. And she was like, well, she was like, you have a job. She goes, you're an adult. You can buy it when if you want, you know? Right. And he was like, I don't have that kind of money. And she was like, welcome to adulthood. <laughs> she goes, you yeah. don't have a, the money for something, you can't buy it. You have to do without. And he was like, and then she, she goes, that's, he actually had a look on his face like, oh my God, she's right. So I guess he finally accepted it. So when I asked him, I was like, I asked him, I said, do you have a PlayStation 5? I can come over and play some, some of these newer games. He was like, no, not yet. He goes, I think I'm going to try to save up for one. So, I don't know. I just thought of him, so I was like, maybe if he actually does save up and get one, maybe I'll go over to his house and play it with him. Yeah, there you go. Might not so be we'll a say. bad option at all. Yeah. I, yeah. I will probably end up getting it for my Series X just because, um, I mean, my, my P, it's... <laughs> my, my xbox is is more powerful than my pc is right now so you know i would get a better experience of course playing it on my xbox so we'll see i mean i'm sure the game will also will probably games are also getting more expensive too now like a lot of the big AAA developers are raising their or raising their prices from 60 dollars right. to 70 dollars and so it's like okay well now it's an wow. extra 10 bucks but you think about like yeah 70 dollars i mean that's that's a lot of money, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, especially for someone like me who's just, you know, does not have some sort of like really nice full time job. Or I'm just a college kid that just earns a few extra bucks. Like, mm. hey, that that's gonna right. be some extra saving, which is fine. I I will wait, and you know, it still has a while yep. to come out, so I'll probably start th- setting some money aside. But yeah, I mean that that's <laughs> it's you, you buy the system and then you gotta buy the game, right? And yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how it goes. Well, well, I wanted to ask you, Jason. Did did you play Fallen Order on your PS4 or Xbox? Uh, Xbox. Okay. Why? Then you didn't have <laughs> the lovely experience us PS4 people had with uh, lag and the game just shutting off, and which it still uh, does, by the way. No, I just have that issue with uh, Lego Star Wars right now. Oh, uh, the new one? Yeah. See, yeah. See, that's that, that's a game I, I wouldn't mind getting and trying. It, how is the new one? The... Uh, it's fun. Um, like I said, like I 
did run into a few um, issues, like glitch issues and stuff, um, freezing and restarting. And yeah. I noticed that uh, like I was playing through, like I had suspended gameplay one day, come back and was playing it, and I finished episode one, and I was doing some other things, and I'm like, why are I, I haven't gotten any achievements for a while, and I looked in, and it, nothing was unlocking, and I looked, and it said that if you put the game in a suspend state, there was some sort of uh, glitch or bug or something that prevented achievements from unlocking. You had to uh-huh. like, try, try all these different steps to try to fix it. I, I tried everything. I don't know which one worked. Oh, but, man. Um, I finally started getting achievements again, but I, I'm going to have to go back eventually and uh, replay through oh, that one is... because it's not um, not registering that I finished it. So Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah. That would bug <laughs> Whatever. You know, but, that's like, what can you yeah. do? But see, yeah, that's... I saw when that game came out, and I was telling my wife, said, this might be the last actual game I actually get for PS4. Because I told her, I said, after this, I said, everything, they're just going to start making for the five. And even she was like, she was like, well, remember when we had the PlayStation 3? Because I think I skipped the two. I went right from one to three. And she was like, we were able to play PlayStation 2 games. And no, I skipped the three. That's right. I had PlayStation 2, skipped the three and went right to four. But she goes, remember when we had PlayStation 2, we could play, you know, the the first... And I said, yes, I know. And I said, and when my friend had the PlayStation 3, he was able to play the other systems, ones on his new one. And I said, they stopped doing that. She was like, well, that's stupid. I'm like, yeah, but it's all about money. So, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I was, I was like, this is the last game I'm probably going to get for the 4s. The new Lego one. I'm just waiting for it to go down price a little bit or wait till there's a special in the PlayStation store to buy it. Yeah. That is uh, one thing that I think Xbox has been very a lot better about recently. Uh, with with the new Xbox coming out, they actually put in a very respectable effort it. to bring backwards compatibility. Yeah, so you can play... They, a respectable selection of original Xbox 360 and pretty much all the Xbox One games on the Series X. Right. And and so they've really done a, a, a solid job with, like, you know, game preservation and just people being able to, like... Right. I, I can put in my Xbox 360, you know, Black Ops 2 disc on my Series X and play it. And, like, that's awesome, you know, that I can play, like, those 360-era games yeah. currently like that so yeah i think i think maybe if you know sony gets enough complaints you know maybe but i doubt it i doubt it too that's honestly xbox used it as a selling point recently and they've done very well because of it too so yeah yeah sony's a little bit behind the curve when it comes to stuff like that right now so yeah yeah, I've, honestly, like I said, I have no idea why they stopped doing it. I mean, if you started, you might as well just start, you know, keep doing that for all your, you know, you know, different variations of your system as you keep upgrading. But yeah, you know, I, it makes I sense think, to me. 
Yeah, I think the big issue was is that PS4 just had a completely different architecture than like the previous PlayStations. And not that that's an excuse yeah. or like, you know, like that's just the end of it, but I think because of that, they did not put any extra effort into, you know, bringing backwards compatibility right. for the previous three consoles and and yeah, and it's it, it, it's the consumer who loses at the end of the day, right? Um yeah. And honestly, I think that's why we kept I still have my PlayStation 2. And yeah. if I went to, all I got to do is like switch a couple of plugs and I could use it. That's right. why I kept it, so I can play my PlayStation 2 games still. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, the the games that I w- were always into more than were the sports games. And right. I have no sports games right now for PS4. And I was like, I was telling my wife the other day, I said, I miss playing my baseball game or something like that. She was like, why don't you just go plug in the PlayStation 2 and play it? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. I honestly forgot we still had it. She was like, it's underneath the you know, TV in the cabinet. She was like, pull it out. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I keep forgetting we still have that thing down there. Because place, the PlayStation 2 model we have, was like the really compact one. I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about. It's like it was like a perfect square. And it was like really thin. I think and, so. And you would have to push a button and the top popped open and you put the disc in and the top and close the lid. I think that's the I same mean, one that my yeah, uncle like, had. Yes, yeah, really small. Yeah. I was like surprised when we got it. I'm like, this is smaller than the PlayStation 1. I'm like, holy crap. I remember um, playing the original Star Wars Battlefront on the PS2, and I, I loved it. You know, okay. It was so much fun. Um, and yeah, the, the, so the PS2, I, I really have good memories of that console. Played a lot of uh, really good games on there. Yeah, yeah I, might have, I might have to try to find, because my TV has so many, only so many... Uh, plugs for the back find a way if I can get yeah. like one of those extenders or something and like constantly have it on the ready for when I get the urge Yeah. instead yeah. of going through all the hassle I have to go through to hook it up uh, Jason but, what was your first console out of curiosity um, uh, NES really <laughs> okay oh wow I gotta go oh. back, that far back yeah that's well, awesome I, I could I could beat that. My my first my first actual home video game system was Atari twenty six hundred. Oh wow, that's kind of the OG right there. Yeah. Yeah. And and the only reason we we had that because believe me, me and my brother, we were bugging the year that came out, we were bugging my mom get it for us for christmas no way i'm getting this for you for christmas you know i already get jeff enough star wars crap she was like i get and we're like okay okay and we went to i think it was burger king it was either burger king or burger shop which i don't think that exists anymore but they were a fast food joint when i was a kid it was either one of those two we went to for lunch one day, and we saw they were having a drawing for an Atari. 
2600. So I filled out my name, put my phone number down, and I did a little trick. My mom taught me to fold your entry. You fold it like a fan, you know, sort of like a fan, and you drop it in because when it drops in, it expands, and it kind of like sits on top of all the others when they reach in there or whatever. So I, I dropped it in there. Three weeks later, I get a phone call. And the dude asked for me. And my mom found it kind of funny because I was just a kid. And she looked at me. She goes, here. She goes, phone's for you. And I like looked at her. I'm like, who is it? She was like, some guy. <laughs> so I answered the phone. It was the manager of the restaurant. And he was like, I'm just, he goes, I'm calling you to congratulate you because you're the winner of the Atari 2600. And I was like, excuse me? Because as a kid, you, I forgot all about it. Right. And I told my mom after I hung up the phone who it was, and I said, I won that video game system. And she was like, you did? And I was like, yeah. And then she goes, well, I guess I know where I'm taking you guys for lunch today. <laughs> so went back, picked up my thing, brought it home. And of course, you know, me being the middle kid and everything, tell my tell my siblings, you know, before you guys play this, you gotta check with me. It's mine. I want it, it's mine. And of course, you know, I would come home from school and if my brother beat me home from school, I ran downstairs. He was already playing. And I'm like, did you ask me? No. So, but no, that didn't last very long. But, of course, when I moved out, I'm the one that has it. And I think it is still upstairs in one of my bedrooms. In one of our bedrooms. I think I still actually have the console. I haven't checked to see if it would actually play on any of the TVs because I doubt it. The connections nowadays aren't compatible. So, but I still have the actual console. So, but yeah, that was my very first one. And I think from there we went to uh, Nintendo NES. And I got a Sega. Genesis? That was a system, wasn't it? Yes, sure was. Sure was. Yep. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's why I ended up getting that one. And then I got a Super Nintendo. Was it a Super Nintendo that had... It was called... Or was it an N64? I think I got an N64... Me, me saying I don't get a system just for one game. I think I got an N64 for one game, and that was Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. I, have you guys ever heard of that one? No, I have not. It was like, I forget how old I was, but it was like, it was, so it, it was an adult game because there was a lot of adult themes because the main character was this drunk squirrel and you just kind of like it was, it was an adventure game but 
yeah, my one friend, when I worked at the hotel I worked at, he was bringing in his system, and we worked the late shift, so he would wheel the TV behind the front desk there, and we would play this video game that was Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, and he was playing it and showing it to me, and I was laughing so hard, and I was like, oh, dude, I got to get this game. And I was asking, do you know if they have it for, you know, the NES or whatever? And he goes, no, it's just for the N64. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I ended up getting the system just for that one game. That's funny. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hypocrite. But uh, hey, well, you that know. was back when I was younger. Right. That's back when I was younger, just throwing the money around. So. Right, right. <laughs> not, not knowing all the consequences. <laughs> of doing what I did. Yeah. And I recently just got done paying off for all those mistakes I did. So, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Well, understandable. Right, yeah. Um, with that being said, we, you know, might be a good time here. We've been going at it for 90 minutes. We'll call it a, a day here. Yeah. Wow. Let Jason wow. get to sleep. Didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah. I was just looked up at the clock and I'm like, oh, dude. I feel bad now. Well, uh, well, I, mean, I, 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 I said between five thirty and six, and we're about between. We're almost between exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Good, yeah. Yep. Good time to call it then. We'll uh, ho- hopefully you can uh, be functional for work here. <laughs> that with, should with be no all right. Sleep. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll cut off a finger or two, but I should be alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, be careful. Be careful there. Red uh, Bull. Hey, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yep, exactly. There you uh, go. Mountain Dew has Lots gotten me caffeine. through. Yep. Good old reliable Lots Mountain Dew. caffeine, sugar. Should be fine. Yep. Alrighty then. Um, I think we will call it there. And um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we were able to, you know, catch back up a little bit, get some Obi-Wan and video game talk in there, and um hopefully we can do this again you know relatively soon and maybe get some more topics going but just in case you know happy fourth of july thanksgiving christmas new year for like the next like two three years or whatever maybe next episode (laughs) we record i will be sitting down somewhere in tokyo (laughs) who knows there you go who knows at at this rate half a chance (laughs) what one of us will be really late at night or really early in the morning next time. Yes. Because <laughs> Tokyo is almost, what, a day ahead of us or something like that? Uh, I think they're, I want to say, in the ballpark of 15 hours. Yeah. Yeah, see, almost a complete day. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah let, let me see here. Let's see what time it is in Tokyo. So I am in central time in the United States. It is currently right. 4.45 okay. p.m. And in Tokyo, it is currently 6.45 a.m. Well, there you go. They were thirteen hours ahead. Thirteen wow. hours ahead. Yeah. So you 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 would have been sitting up now since like four in the morning your time if you were yep. in Tokyo. Yep. So, so it, it might come to that, and hey, if it does, it does. Right. Not a whole lot you can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. True. You know, but it's funny though. If when I do go to Tokyo, uh, I have some friends over in Latvia who are eight hours ahead. And if I were to go to Tokyo, I would be closer to them now by a few hours, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, than yeah. I am in the United States. That's funny. I'd be leapfrogging them basically. 
Yeah, that, that's one thing that always fascinated me since I was a kid with the time zones and time differences of places. Yeah. Just fascinating. But, yeah. Oh, well. Alrighty then. Uh, well, I think with that, we will sign off. Thank you once again for everyone for tuning in. We appreciate it and checking up on us after uh, all these years here. I believe I said what before we recorded. This is episode 98. 98 Woo. so we will crawl to 100 and for 100 we'll do we'll do a big celebration for that so yeah we'll we'll do what we did almost 90 minutes for this yeah we'll go for you like what like an avengers endgame type time <laughs> oh geez <laughs> the irishman of podcast episodes yeah there you go four yeah, hours there you long go. or whatever it was but yeah, Lord of the Rings extended uh-huh. edition, right? <laughs> so, yeah. With that being said, we will go ahead and sign off here. Everyone, take care, and we look forward to catching you next time. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And may the force be with you. Always. That is not how the force works.